Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Secret Artists, the podcast where comedians do art. What's not to love? I'm your host, Annie McGrath, and this week I spoke to the excellent Evelyn Mock. Uh, We chatted a lot about cooking, a bit about art, and about her cameo in a big old Marvel film, all whilst drawing and painting a basil plant. You can see our artworks on social media, at Secret Art Pod, and let us know what you think about anything, really. For now, though, enjoy the episode. I'm delighted to be joined today by Evelyn Mock, dubbed the Swedish Amy Schumer by no. Comedy Central Nordics. Evelyn Mock is the best thing to come out of Sweden since IKEA. Her words. <laughs> Evelyn is an excellent stand up comedian who recently appeared on Mock the Week and she's acted in loads of TV shows as well as films like Spider Man. Heard of it? <laughs> Evelyn co-hosts a weekly podcast called Rice to Meet You, a comedy show about Asian culture with Malaysian comedian Nigel Ng. I'm excited about having her on Secret Artists, mainly because we share a birthday. Yay! Hello, Annie, that was, hi, Andy. That was such a lovely introduction and so embarrassing because I know you just read it from my website. <laughs> well, I, I picked and choose, picked and choose, picked and chose. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, highlights from your website. I and really have to update it. It's... You were great on Mock the Week, by the way. I watched that. It was oh, last week, you. wasn't it? It was last week. I, w- I was very nervous. I still haven't watched it. and um, But people are being very nice about it, so I'm I'm glad. That was your first time on it, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And you're on the winning team. I am, yeah. So cool. Was it fun? To, to be perfectly candid, I don't know if you'll include this, but uh, they record the winning thing for both teams. <laughs> a glimpse behind the magician's curtain yeah it was what was the question again (laughs) the question um how are you (laughs) i'm good i'm good um i'm very excited that we share a birthday as well we usually wish each other a happy birthday birthday twins yeah we do imagine one year one of us forgets i know oh that doesn't happen (laughs) i think that's the year the world will go under Last yeah. time, last time we forgot, uh, Trump got elected. That's true. And then yeah. pandemic, pandemic <laughs> happened later All as well. Oh gosh, have to um, make so sure. So just before I read your intro, you were telling me that you're terrible at art. Is that I'm true? So- <laughs> well, the fact that I just call it art, um, in general, I feel like that's an indication. <laughs> what I'm rather so than like pand- drawing or painting or exactly or illustrating Mm. and like i'll refer to it doesn't matter if it's um uh 
Oh, I see. I'm even struggling to name an artist. Picasso. It doesn't <laughs> even fine. matter if it's Picasso or Schuster, the man who, who drew peanuts. Um, mm. It's all the same to me. Yeah. It's all the same. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, so bad at it. And I have no, I don't draw. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even scribble. The, the most I'll do is, you know, I'll do the box. I'll make the box, you know? What's the box? Oh my God, so, I've been missing out on a crucial box, technique. I know. It's like, well, the box is like the, you draw um, for a, a square and then mm-hmm. you put, you draw like the top so that you see the top and then you make it tre- three dimensional, you know? So you oh, draw I know a square, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then you square, make it and then another square coming off it and then you can make a cube. Exactly, exactly. A cube. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. <laughs> you can do that. I can say. do that. I That's can do good. that. But not to, it always looks weird and wonky. Like not right. to scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be your thing, like sort of abstract cubes. Yes. Do you think there's a market for that? I think there's a market for everything. Oh my God. That's great. <laughs> I would love um, to do what that. What have you chosen? Is that what we're doing, drawing today? A cube? <gasps> or what have oh. you chosen? Oh, I should have chosen that. (laughs) It would have been so quick, though. Um, No, I've chosen. So I've been in Sweden for the year uh, Mm -hmm. before lockdown and the pandemic. And I've just gotten back and I'm staying in an apartment uh, that I'm renting off of another Swedish person that Mm -hmm. went back to Sweden uh, over the summer. And when I got here, she has so many plants and I've managed to keep all of them alive. That's and good. So, congratulations! Very, thank you so much. Because usually, yeah, I usually kill off all my plants. Yeah, it's a lot of work, isn't it? Having a plant. It's so much work. It's, it's like, like a, a child. It's, yeah, it's worse than a child. Because <laughs> at least the child can tell you what they need. Um, yeah. But then again, plant only needs, I guess, water and sun. But um, I we're gonna draw a basil plant that nice. i've managed to keep alive since the 19th of, of may 19th yeah. of may basil. this year 19th of may this year and okay. currently <laughs> it's 21st of june so about a month i've managed okay. to keep this plant alive and we've had close calls i won't lie we've had close calls where yeah, i've missed basil to can water go a bit shrivelly can't it yes yeah it and it was hot. it was a it, it did go shrivelly but then i just like gave it a bunch of water and it went good again right and uh i was like okay so i figured out what you need it's a lot of water like every day and sunshine <laughs> which is not a lot of demand but it's it's still it's it just is sort for of me the consistency with which you have to remember it i think isn't exactly it? Like every day is too too frequent <laughs> exactly exactly um, so have you got the basil plant there can i have a look i do i've put it uh over on my table it's very luscious i am impressed actually thank you thank is you this so a much Sainsbury's special i think i think it's a waitress one. Oh, nice yeah it's a different she's... class of basil isn't it mm, she's very fancy and, and what uh, are you working with what's your chosen medium I, i've chosen a biro nice and a gel liquid pen Ooh, what color is the pen is it black it's black it's black i'm gonna start with pencil but i have put out some (gasps) paint 
Um, I've put out blue, yellow, and weirdly, sort of terracotta orange. I think I put that out before I realised we were doing basil. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You could actually, I mean, you could, if you do a terracotta yellow, you could mm. just make it as if it's a withered basil plant. That's Nobody true. would know. Nobody would know. I feel like that would be unfair given that you've kept it in such good condition. <laughs> Thank you. I always just wanted to do what I was talented at. No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I just, I guess I just didn't have an interest for it. And I always found it really tough to do. Yeah. Um, but my dad was really good at it. Oh, uh, nice. So, and my brother, uh, I used to like it as well. So, and my dad used to draw like he used to draw the turtles for us. Mm. Um, and he, uh, he, he would draw him very specifically with all of the. It, it looked almost as if it was drawn by the guy who drew him. Um, so my dad was pretty good at it, but yeah, then he was a. He kind of was a chef. So he dropped out of school when he was 15 in Hong Kong mm -hmm. and then pursued, um, well, pursued and pursued. He, it, my grandmother got him a job at her cousin's Hong Kong barbecue uh, place. Yeah. So he, he just became, he learned how to like make all of those stuff that you find in Chinatown, like the duck and the uh, roast pork. Oh my god, amazing. And all that stuff. And he actually told me that um one of his jobs were to be the lookout for like the mafia or the triad. <gasps> so the triad would have like gang fights on the street yeah. where they have their shop. And so one of his jobs were to like be the lookout for police. So while they were fighting each other with like axes and stuff. <laughs> Whoa. Or I don't know, with like martial arts maybe or something. My yeah. dad would be the lookout. And then when the police were on their way, he'd be like, please, please. And everybody would run away. <gasps> that's um, so cool. So that's really funny. So that was happening while you were growing up. But did you, you did grow up in Sweden, didn't you? Not in... I grew up in Sweden. Yeah, that happened when he was growing up. So he was like okay. 15 or something. God, that's quite um, hardcore. Happening. Yeah, yeah. And then I think, he he um he managed to get like an internship for to be a trainee at like one of those colonial hotels mm -hmm. in uh, China, in Hong Kong where Amazing. he served Bruce Lee as well once. Whoa, which that's was quite really cool. cool. Yeah, but he was very good at drawing. So I think if he stuck with because my uncle is an architect or mm -hmm. he's like a a, a buildings manager project leader at an architectural firm so i think my dad maybe it runs in the family that they're good at drawing or something so if my yeah. dad maybe had stuck with an education he could have he could have done that too yeah i feel like cooking is a sort of art form as well that requires mm. quite a lot of creativity absolutely do you cook i try i i do cook um, I do like cooking, but I'm more of an enthusiast mm -hmm. uh, because people keep asking if, because when you say that you cook, people ask if you're good at it. And it's like, <laughs> I'm more of an enthusiast because the results vary. So right. if I, if I cook a meal, 
for yeah. people. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try out this recipe. There's no guarantee that that meal is going to taste good. Right. But. Are you good at following instruction? Yeah. Or do you stick to the recipe? I think maybe that is the issue. I like the recipes, but I'm also like, I feel like we can do this and this instead. It's not that particular, yeah. is it? Yeah. Um, and that's probably the issue. <laughs> so what sort of stuff do you cook? Do you cook? Chinese food a lot or what's your like I do. chosen dish I do cook Chinese food a lot can you make like the crispy aromatic duck no I can't I can't yet that's my favorite is it yeah I love it so much oh my god you know what I'm gonna ask my dad how to make it and yeah then I'll get you over for food <gasps> that'd be great oh my god that's amazing um, uh, do you make any good Swedish dishes? I don't really know what, a, what yeah. <laughs> what's the sort of national food of Sweden. I mean, Sweden is very boring culinarily, right. if I'm honest. It's, it's probably, from all the cultures that I hail from, it's probably the worst when it comes to food. Mm. Um, Lots of fish, is it? A lot of cured fish, a lot mm. of, um, a lot of uh, meat. Well, not mm-hmm. a lot of meat, but it's a lot of seafood, a lot of cured fish, a lot of pickled fish, oh, yeah. um, a lot of potatoes. And do you have some Indian heritage as well? Oh, yeah. My mom's uh, born and raised in India. Wow. So is yeah. she good at cooking as well? She made... She's Yeah, she's quite good at cooking. She's um, But she told me it's such a sad story. I just get sad <laughs> every time. My mom... Um, so she was like the uh, uh, third oldest of mm-hmm. her siblings. But by the time she was, because her two older siblings are quite a few years older than her. So mm-hmm. by the time they, she was like 10 or something, her older siblings were already kind of out of the house, married and kind of exploring right. the world. Mm-hmm. So she had to be the one cooking. Because my grandmother was out um, uh, working. Yeah. And so she's been cooking since she was like 10 or something or 8. Wow. And she says that she hates it because uh, she associates it with like work. um, Right. And taking care of her siblings and stuff. But she's, that's what I know my mom for the most is cooking. Like she cooks all the time, every day. So she now, doesn't like it. And she doesn't like it. Isn't yeah, that that's sad? <laughs> it's just so sad. Um, What's her signature dish? Her signature dish would be, they're called pearl meatballs. So it's mm. like meatballs, um, or actually dumplings, probably her signature dish. But mm. she also makes something called pearl meatballs, which is, um, it's like, uh, like kind of like a Chinese meatball um, with a bunch of Asian flavors and then some water chestnuts in it. And Ooh, yeah. They're, yeah, and they're rolled in glutinous rice. And so you steam it. And so mm. the meatball gets cooked and the juices of the meatball cooks the rice. Ooh. And so... It gets when you it comes out, uh, it's just like 
the glutinous rice has soaked up all of the meat juices. Amazing. And so it's does really, it go really like tasty. sticky rice? Or is it more Yes, yes. Sticky yeah. rice. Is that exactly. what glutinous rice is? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've I ever had dim sum Yeah. Um there's a there's a one of the dim sums is called sticky uh glutinous chicken rice. And it's cooked in mm. a banana leaf. Ooh, that sounds good. That's kind of what, what that is, yeah. I'm getting hungry. It's only sort of 10 a.m. Oh, my God. Have you had breakfast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but <laughs> that's good. That was just toast and Marmite. And what you're describing sounds a lot more interesting. <laughs> I've never had Marmite. What? No, I haven't. How come? Not interested. Um, I don't know. I just haven't had the opportunity. And I think there was once I, my housemate's uh, Australian hmm. and he had Marmite and then, but he didn't offer me any because he's like, oh, you've never had it. And then he made a whole big thing about it that I have to, first time I have it, it has to be special or something. <laughs> I don't know. I think he just didn't it's want like to share his Marmite. Talking to a virgin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to wait for the right moment until you're ready for Marmite. The right penis. Yeah, um, but in Australia they don't have marmite. So, oh, what they've what only they got, I think they've only got veggie mite. Oh, is a veggie mite. Oh. Mm. Is marmite? Um, oh, I see. Well, you have to come over. You can make me crispy aromatic duck, and I'll make you a piece marmite. of toast with marmite. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting the the I feel like that's fair. the bigger. Yeah, I'm getting the bigger. Uh, it's good. Very salty. Thing. Are you into salty food? I love salty food. Yeah, I think like too it. much. You'll probably find it quite underwhelming after all this build-up. Oh. <laughs> How are you getting on with your? Have you started drawing? I have. Yeah. Um, good. I'm not sure. It looks. I feel like I I chose this basil because mm. it was like it'll be easy. But I feel like it made a mistake. It's quite hard because it's all one colour. Yeah. So I'm trying to do sort of darker and light patches, but oh. it's a bit difficult because it's so luscious and green, but there's not much sort of difference in the shade. No. Um, I do love basil. What's your favourite herb? Is it basil? Uh, I think coriander. Mm, nice. I That's really the most like divisive it. of all the herbs. I know. Some people apparently it's a thing that some people's palates um make it taste like soap. Yeah. It's the marmite of the herb world. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who doesn't Jack Barry doesn't like it? I <gasps> Adam Hess likes it. Um uh, That's it. That's the only comedians I can name who don't like Coriander. <laughs> he sent his parents to come and see my show in Edinburgh. Oh, nice. Uh, it was very nice, but I, I, I had such, it was a terrible show, the one they came and saw. <laughs> and um, I was like, it was so sweet of him. Mm. But also I was like, I'm not the comic you send your parents to come and see because I just talk <laughs> about my vagina and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I really appreciate that he did. Jack's mom's called Carrie Barry. I think is the best <laughs> name ever. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
is there a big art scene in Sweden? Yeah, yeah, um, there is. I think, well, big and big, I'm not sure entirely, but mm. there is like, a, there's a place in Sweden called Osteland, mm. which is in the south of Sweden. And that's kind of like a art hub. It's like this beautiful, um, is it like a canal river type of thing that runs mm -hmm. through the south of Sweden and, or it's by the seaside and it's just mm -hmm. like people go down there to vacation, but it's also like the hub of, uh, the art sector. Mm. Sort of. So yeah. a lot of artists live there. I think a lot of artists have like, um, galleries there and Very exhibitions. Cool. Is it on the coast? Yes. Yes. On the nice. south coast, yeah. Because there's beautiful light in that part of the world, isn't there? I can imagine mm. there being loads of painters. Actually, there's a painter I know called Herman Lower. I don't know if okay. you've heard of him. He's Swedish and does like beautiful sort of landscapes that always have really interesting light because he paints from his studio. I can't remember exactly where in Sweden it is, but oh. maybe it's that place you described. It could be. Could be. Because Sweden has, like, we have this weird thing where if it's the north, the light never goes out. Mm. And uh, just like a Smith song. Um, it never, in the summertime, it never gets dark. Uh, yeah, so this is the artist. I don't know if you can see on the screen. Herman oh, Lower. wow. Upland, is that how you say it? No, oh, yeah. Not. Yeah, that's sort of in the north. Yeah, so he does lots of sort of. Wow, this is amazing. By, yeah, Dawn by the Lake. It really looks like landscape. photos almost. He's yeah. Really, like the light is amazing. How did he? Mm. Wow. Yeah, he's great. You say you only did subjects that you um, excelled at. Were you best at mm. sort of drama or what was your languages? Yeah, your... English. English. Yeah, English. I loved it. I used to, um, I loved English and it was because I, I watched all of the American shows because mm -hmm. um, Sweden's very Americanized. So yeah. I watched all of them uh, and learned American and was like, imagined myself into the storylines and stuff. And now I, I realize it must be because uh, it was escapism <laughs> yeah. in some form um, because my parents kept working and stuff and, Mm. Uh, I had nothing else to do. And did so, lots of your friends at school have, like, do you all have a similar sort of American accent, or is that a result of the stuff you were watching specifically? I think I have the most American accent mm -hmm. uh, out of all my friends, but I would, I would make them practice it with me. So I would be oh, that wow. girl. So I would be like, okay, now we're going to talk English. And then I would be like, hi, everybody. And just like, just be such a such a uh, horrid um, uh, little kind of obnoxious girl and <laughs> speak English. What was your favorite American show? Oh, that I inspired the accent. I loved Saved by the Bell. Oh yeah, I love Saved I lo by the Bell. Uh, I loved uh, Fresh Prince. Yeah, classic. And um, Friends. Friends was great. Friends was awesome. Although I feel like I was too young to watch Friends. Do you feel like that? 
No. Well, how old are you? Are you younger than me? No, I'm older. I'm uh, uh, I'm 87, born 87. You're 87? God, you look yeah. amazing. I know, Asian skin. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I've gone way more abstract now because I think (gasps) it was looking bad. So I'm just sort of now filling in the background. Oh my God. I have to see. I'm filling in the background. I think I'm making it up. Yeah, I think I am as well. I keep sort of looking up at the basil, but... It doesn't look like it's informed what I've actually done on the page. Me neither. Me um, neither. And the thing is, like, who really knows who's really going to know? Yeah, who's going to check? <laughs> I guess it's like if we have a, if we have a, um, if we have something that looks really different from what each other. Yeah. Then sure. But That's the beauty of art, though, isn't it? It is. That's true. And it's also now. Perception. You don't have to feel bad if you kill the basil plant because it will live on Mm. as a piece of art. That's how you can explain it to your friend. (laughs) Um, I memorialized it. I memorialized it for you. Can you please tell me about being in (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man? Well, Annie. Yeah. um, It was such a great experience. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) It was, though, but it was like, it was such a, it's so, okay, so basically I remember when they picked me up and we we drive them to set, Mm. and the first thing I see is all of the trailers are basically lined up on a row, and the first thing I see is obviously Tom Holland's trailer, Mm -hmm. and he's just outside just like working out. Oh my God. And I'm like... (laughs) Well, of course, of course, because you're you're Spider-Man and you're yeah. a Hollywood actor now, even though you're tiny. Yeah. I don't know. He's like 4'11". He's, I don't know. <laughs> he's oh, so he? small. And he's no, only no, like he's, 25, isn't he? He's probably, yeah, I think he's like 25 something, but he's probably taller than, than that. But he's quite short. Mm-hmm. Um, But he's like, he's just sitting, he's just like there, just like working out and i got honestly i got a bit inspired i was like wow if i treated my comedy he's 1.73 meters but oh. i don't know what that is i mean i'm 1.73 meters and he is shorter than i am so that's not true <laughs> can you put what is 1.73 in feet five eight five eight yeah god i dream of being five eight <laughs> how tall are you Five, two and a half. Ah, oh, <laughs> I kind of dream of being that. 
He's not. Five eight. If you're five eight and plus size, you're just huge. Yeah, but you um, can see, you know, above people's armpits at festivals and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have a better view of life. Um, um, so he was working out. He was working out, and I was so impressed. I was like, if I treat my comedy the same way this guy treats his career, yeah, um, I'd also be further, <laughs> um, which is fantastic. But he was working out, and so... Uh, that's the first thing I see when I come into set, and I'm like, okay, cool. And does he um, say hi to you? No, he doesn't. He's too busy uh, doing uh, sit-ups. <laughs> right, fair enough. And then um, on set, uh, we were taken care of by because we were we had lines, so we got to. It was a really big scene. Uh, the mm-hmm. scene that I'm in is the one in the town hall, yeah. where um, Spider-Man is at a charity event for the people who. Um, were blipped away and then blipped back, which is like a storyline in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's kind of at this press conference. I think Tony Stark has just passed on the baton to him. Yeah. So it's a huge scene with like, I don't know, like a hundred extras or something. Mm-hmm. But because we have lines, we get treated a bit like nicer. <laughs> So they, we have our own dressing room mm-hmm. and we have somebody who takes care of us, like a runner. And the runner is Tom Holland's um, brother, Harry, oh, wow. I think. That's such a coincidence. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he got, like, I don't know how he got a job yeah. at, on his brother's film. But he, he, took, he, he took care of us and he was very nice. Like, mm. he, he was very, like, uh, took very well care of us and asked us if we wanted stuff and, and all of that stuff. Mm. We're being taken care of by him, and it's all good. And then we film the scene, and it's such a quick scene because the director doesn't really have time to direct us. Mm. So he just he just shouts at us. Uh, basically, <laughs> he he doesn't direct us, but he sh- well he sort of directs us, but he doesn't because he doesn't have time. He shouts at us, so he's like this emotion, this emotion, like happy, sad. You're scared. You're inquisitive. You're blah, blah, blah. So he just shouts a wow. bunch of directors at us. And we're like, okay, okay. And then we just do it. And then he's like, okay, thank you. Got it. And then he moves on. So how many days of filming were you there for? Just one. Nice. Just one. And was it in London? It was. But we were pretending it was in New York. Okay. This is I'm quite close to... I'm at the point where I'm either going to ruin my basil <gasps> or I'm going to have to stop. Maybe no, I, don't I, don't actually. I think I'm at the I'm doing the 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 vase now or the uh, pot mm, nice. and it's coming out very um unproportionate improportionate. Yeah, I should have gone portrait on mine, but I I went landscape and it's ah I can't fit in the pot, you see? So I've just gone for the leaves. Ah, that's good. I um, um I will say with Tom Holland there, I I remember when we were done with our scenes, I uh, I turned around and said, it's a big no-no that you can't really do this. But I turned around and said, thank you. And he was like, yeah, yeah, thank you. And then immediately tripped on a wire. You did or he did? I did. <gasps> and oh, then he was, like, no. he was like, oh, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, 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 fine. <laughs> Bye. Embarrassing. 
but he'll remember you now. Exactly. When you next work together. When we next work together. On your film, and he arrives, and you're doing setups, and you're exactly on my spinoff as the as the character that I was. Do you own any art, Evelyn? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm laughing because I really don't. (laughs) No, I. (laughs) I in Sweden, I've uh, because I got a new flat. um, Mm. I've uh, made an effort to decorate, so I've actually purchased um things to have on my wall but i don't know if you can call it art it's more prints oh nice yeah you can call um, it art yeah sure. and then i mean i i got i got a print of a henry matisse uh mm. piece which is the the man with the apple in front of his face oh uh, yeah magritte magritte yes yeah sorry i said Love matisse that. henry magritte um, no, Rene Magritte. Rene oh Magritte. Yeah. You see, you see. The I'm son an of idiot. man, the one that's in the Thomas Crown affair. Exactly. Yeah. Son of man. Uh, and then I found out he has one with a with a with like a seagull in front of the face, and I'm like, that's funnier. I wish I'd gotten <laughs> that one instead. One day. Yeah. Um. So I don't have proper art, but I have um. But I have uh uh prints and i know yeah. a lot of people who are illustrators oh, um, cool. so i have some of my friends stuff and my cousin's an illustrator so i have some of her stuff as well oh nice what sort of stuff does she do she um is at the moment she's working as like a graphic kind of product uh developer and designer mm. so she does that but then for the illustrations she had she I have one where she's made a gorilla, uh, which is cool. And then I have one where she has like a flat. She's made like a a jellyfish. Mm. That's very pretty as well. Portrait or landscape? Oh, portrait. China or Sweden? Oh my God. Well, I mean, China for the culture, Sweden for the democracy. <laughs> nice. Carl Larson or Ai Weiwei? I don't know who either of they are. Carl are. Larson's a Swedish artist and Ai Weiwei's a Chinese artist. So, Oh my God. <laughs> Let's do Ai Weiwei then. It's a funny name. Spider-Man or Wonder Woman? Ooh, uh, Wonder Woman. Or no, Spider-Man is the better movie. Spider-Man. Because you're in it. Yeah. Can you separate the art from the artist? Oh, Annie, this mm. is too hard of a quickfire <laughs> question. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, uh, it's, I mean, depending on what the art is, I guess. Mm. If it's art that, reflects their horrible crime <laughs> <laughs> then yes I don't know. please yeah then yes please uh i don't know because art i feel like art is informed by who you are as a person mm. and then again a person is multifaceted but uh i, I guess I then if you count comedy as art mm. then 
Can you separate the comedian from the comedy? I mean, to be, if you look at it that, yeah, exactly. Because if you look at some of Louis C.K.'s bits, mm. you're like, oh, he was telling us that he was doing this. Yeah. What he was doing. And also, if you look at Bill Cosby's bits, like the Spanish fly, it's like, oh, he was definitely telling us mm. that he was doing what he was doing. Um, And I don't know, Woody Allen, I mean the Manhattan film. Isn't mm-hmm. he in love with a 16-year-old there? So, mm. yeah, I don't know. Tortured artist or logical chef? <gasps> I mean, I kind of want to believe that the tortured artist is an old... It's past now. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's... A, I don't know if I want to call it a myth, but I feel like a lot of people who do it today don't necessarily need to be tortured to do it. Mm. And still put out good work, so I feel like it's maybe a uh, an arch- archaic thing. Yeah, the fact that called? you need to be sort of tortured to create good art. Yeah, talk about or think about art. Ooh, think about looking at a painting close up or far away. Oh, close up. Private view or view of privates. <laughs> Private view of privates. Nice. <laughs> Art or tech? I because I have prints, I guess it's tech. But mm. like, because a lot of artists they paint and then they put it into their computers, right, or like mm. programs or something like that. Art or food? Ah, <gasps> food. <laughs> Comedy or painting? Comedy. <laughs> and finally, dicks or pussies? Oh, <laughs> I will say. I so I'm pansexual and mm-hmm. I I mean I've just discovered it's first now that I'm actually um kind of doing something about it and mm. I've just discovered that women are just so much more fun to date. Than men. Uh, nice. or like it's In what like way? they're much less self-involved and maybe it's the men that I that I tend to choose, but mm. um, they are just, it's much more fun. It's much more, um, it's collaborative a word. Is it a yeah. bad word? It's much more, um, you know, uh, talking about each other with each other and like mm. creating an overall nice atmosphere. Whereas a lot of dudes, it's like listening to them talk about themselves yeah, and, and laughing like, in the right places. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> laughing at the right places. And it's like, oh, okay, if you ask a question, then mm. that's a good sign. Yeah. So it's like a lot of things that you kind of look for as good signs or look for as flags in a dude. Women, yeah. the good signs, they just do naturally. And the flags uh, are actual flags that you can look mm. for. So um, I feel like women seem much more uh, fun to talk to and date but then again dudes are i'm attracted to dudes as a woman if you like straight men you just have to put up with some bullshit (laughs) Mm. when you say you're actually doing something about it do you mean you've just recently started dating women as well as men yeah yeah nice Mm. congrats thank you Okay. Oh wow! That's great. Thank I you. I love it. 
Thank it's really you. sort of delicate and I feel like Is you've it? managed to get it's actually quite accurate even though the lines are quite minimal and like almost cartoony but it still feels like you've got the composition right and you've done the pot and you've written basil and underlined it in the date which is the yes. sweetest thing I've ever seen <laughs> double underlining <laughs> like this is my homework um it's great you thank are good you. at art see thank you Annie mine's an I absolute feel... mess compared to that oh no no I believe I believe it's like a green <gasps> splodge <laughs> Oh my god, that's like actually artistic. It's actually a mess, but um, at least it's green, I suppose. <laughs> it's green. That looks amazing. That's like actually artistic. Mm. It's like there's so much more depth than yours. Like mine is like literally drawn with like a black pencil. Yeah, but there's different like styles. Because I've that's got true. color and you've I got guess. sort of accuracy and delicacy. Um, that's been that really was, fun. Thanks, That was Lynn. gorgeous. Hope you enjoyed listening. Remember to follow at Secret Art Pod on social media to see our artworks. Evelyn's podcast is called Rice to Meet You and it's very, very good. So I highly recommend you subscribe to that and follow Evelyn on Instagram and Twitter at Evelyn Mock. That's all for now, unless you want to give us a nice little review, but absolutely fair enough if you don't. Um, what else? Thanks for listening and have a lovely week wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round music by Steve Dunn. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.